Hello and welcome to the Professional Insights Podcast, uh, Season Six. Um, you say Season everyone... Six or Six? Yes, season no, six. it's no it's Season Six. Like six. Okay. And it's like yeah. it's like Episode Twenty Two from our latest invoice, so I know. Whew. Is it Episode? I don't. I you know I just don't know. I say I don't 24. know anymore. Okay. Well, my name is Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. And Trevor Lindy. So, gents, okay. Happy Father's so, Day. Uh, happy belated Father's Day. I thought they changed the oh, name. How was it? Jesus. <laughs> Only in your mind there, Collins. Only in your mind there, Collins. It doesn't matter if it's in yeah. my mind. So what? It's uh, in your mind, your heart. Technically <laughs> speaking, that day everyone have for after Valentine's Day. It's a re- the guy's reward for 30 days after You Valentine's can Day. have multiple of those days. <laughs> you can. And just so you know, just, just so you know, six dynamite ribeyes, dynamite 10-ounce ribeyes at Costco for 80 bucks. That's good. Yeah, they are so good. Pretty good. We've done it twice now. Have you guys down in the um down in down in the sort for anyone that's uh tuning in across the country and um and South Africa, which is our Zimbabwe, 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 Panama, Zimbabwe. Panama, Madagascar actually is moving to Panama. Madagascar's moving up. We're going to Panama for New Year's this year. Hey, listen, um my father's bracelet. Jeff, just to say, like your wife's Taiwanese and our numbers in Taiwan are not growing. So Tell her to pitter patter. She's not working her network there. Yeah. Nope. She's not. Come on, Taiwan numbers. Come on, Jill. Let's go. Taiwan is. Should be promoting that. Madagascar is through the bloody roof right now with growth. How's Finland yeah. and Jamaica? Yeah. Ah, Jamaican. They're pretty chilled out right now. Yep, they're good. They're good. They're they're just Irie. steady, steady, Irie. consistent, consistent. Right. I think in, in right. uh, our podcast uh, logo in Madagascar is like a lemur on it or something like that. One of those yeah, probably. Lemurs. It's killer. I don't know. Go, I don't go Madagascar. <laughs> go Madagascar. It's a purple lemur. Um, here's uh, so everyone's Father's Ooh. Day was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I had a great Father's Day. Spent it with the Couldn't family. get any better. Couldn't get any better. That's and we won our baseball game. Nice. He's got a he's got a mug. Look at that. And that Trevor's always funny. happy when he's got balls close to his mouth. You can see. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Look at the smile on his face. He's trying not to. <laughs> his nine year old got him that. <laughs> his nine year old got him that as a gift. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen. My daughter um, made me this bracelet. I got it. I got it. Old age got him that for a gift. Old age got him that for a gift. Another one. The other one made me. Uh, the younger one made me. Uh, it's an inch a decade. They a drop video, which was nice. Hey, an inch a decade. Um, they drop. It's it's scientific proof. An inch a decade. Scientific. Starting yeah. at what age? Ten. Wow. They drop. They drop at ten. <laughs> and then the twenty they sprout. Low, do they whistle to and fro? Can you tie them in or not? Can oh, you tie them? In Jesus. <laughs> We've already done the Scro Talks episode, Jen. Mm. Well, we we need to do that so we can right. stop stop sitting on them. Hit up, hit up, uh, Olenka. She was yep. at the 40 under 40, too. Eh? She was a recipient, nice. yes, she was good on her. Well deserved. Um, much deserved. Talks much exclusively, deserved. Much deserved. <laughs> they were giving Olenka, shots out at the 40 under 40. Olenka, <laughs> friend of the show, guest, Shout out. future Shout out sponsor, of part, future sponsor, part owner of Clariderma. Yeah, um, Clariderma should be a sponsor. School Your Father's Day's boys, what'd you get? What'd you do? 
Ate steak. Nice. Steak. Played yep. coach baseball. Went golfing uh, with my yeah. dad on Saturday. Nice. We had a barbecue. I went, I went, uh, I went you know what I did, boys? And I, I, it's just a family pastime. We've done it for the last now two years in a row, but we did it. We did it. Let me just see. I just looked up pastimes okay. three years in a row. Two years is not a pastime. Okay. Uh, it will be because we've done it Next. every single year when my grandfather was alive. And that was back in 07 was the last time we did it before we resurrected it after the uh, pandemic. And that's go betting on the ponies at the 40 year racetrack. Yeah, we did that last year. Did you win? Love it. I heard they took no. them 1.5 million. Yeah. That's yeah. That was huge. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, um, he's in the we, top right uh, corner. <laughs> we, uh, we went there. Curry's in my top and, right uh, corner. Well, I go. lost, uh, lost a hundred bucks, but it was good. Would you lose it? I had, I had a blast. Would you bet? Did you just bet the win? No, 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 no. I usually do a trifecta box. Ooh, all right. So it's fun there though. It's hot. What? It's hot. You got to get one of those big. They go to the grandstand. Yeah, you got to get one of those big hats or big hats and horses. I just, I just, I just <laughs> love, I just love that entire. I just, I just love the racetrack. Um, I think I'm, you've said that before, Curry. I, I, yeah, I'm Scottish. I'll bet on anything, really. Um, yeah. Let's be honest. See, I'm Scottish too, and I bet on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's two types of Scots. Other end of Scots, apparently. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm an English Scot, so I guess that's yeah. The <laughs> Curry and I had a. We're out with a few boys too. Hey, eh? we yep. had a good golf a uh, couple of days of golf. What courses did uh, you play? We played Lower Bay again. Oh, I love uh, that course. Which was beautiful course. Lower Bay. It's under construction, so yeah. it's only going to get better. It wasn't terribly, uh, you know, wasn't the greatest time. To a play lot of their sand traps were like not playable. Curry, you would know. Course that's gone right <laughs> downhill. Go to Pelham Hills and Welland now. Overgrown yes. weeds everywhere and all that. Really? Like, oh, it's terrible. What was the other one? It was an Owen Sound. It was a nice one as well. It was a really. Uh, it was an older course, but it it played like a nor very northern course. So I, I like the day. I think I, I I played well on it. I think it we shot we shot minus one best best ball nine holes for my boys. Nice. That's not bad at all. Nine holes. My, it doesn't matter. My dad. My, my dad's. Fun, my dad's a pretty good shot. And you know what? My so shoulder's okay? so messed up. Like I got an ultrasound yesterday to find out what's going on. It actually helped my game because I could not overswing. Because <laughs> it hurt when I overswing. So yeah, I was shooting right down the middle the whole time. It was great. That's awesome. Lesson learned, eh? No, there you go. <laughs> Grip. Nine holes. Right. A, nine holes a year is good for me. Royal Page tournament. I'll do. We missed the Negro home, home builders. Oh yeah, we're gonna do Duffer's Day. Duffer's Day yeah. Looking forward. To we got to throw that out there once. I don't think they put it out there yet. They haven't. They haven't no, no. told us the date yet. No, usually September, right. I think. Yep. I will see if I can do some yeah. figure eights again in the, the fairway. I was already uh, Monty and I went and played a round on Monday with a couple of his buddies out at Whirlpool, and yeah, we chatted. Nice. Chatted about Duffer's Day and being a good time, and looking forward to doing it again this year. How's uh, how are you guys coming on that? How's your ticket? You got to be getting closer now. 12 weeks waiting. For what? That's for Terry on, right? HCRA. Oh, you're going to love the stress. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> it's amazing right now. 
for anyone that's uh, under, they don't know it, uh, a mutual friend of all of ours, Monty, and then and Trevor are getting their uh, Terry on license to, to to build custom homes. So I'll house. soon be able to say, you know, for those, I'm a mortgage broker, but I'm also a home builder, just like Jeff does yeah. the real estate agent, but I'm also a home builder. I'm not yeah. a mortgage broker. <laughs> no, I said, uh, you say I'm a real estate agent, but I'm also a home builder. So I'll be able to yeah. be part of that conversation. It'd be cool. I don't for those say of you that, that don't know. I don't say that. I slip. I'm a builder in on everything I do. Like uh, when I go to McDonald's, I have a Big Mac. So I'm a builder, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't slip. You didn't that. I don't stack even, those patterns. I don't mention properly. I'm a real estate agent at all anymore. I just went straight to builder. I've, I've taken that off my card. Oh, is that what it is? Actually, now it's developer. I just say I'm a developer. But technically, no, I'm no, not no. because you got to make money before you can call yourself that. <laughs> I haven't yet, even though that's on market right now. Right now, right. I'm a professional um, debt gainer. Yeah, yeah, we're doing pretty good at that too. Oh, yep. I, I am blowing it out of the water, accruing <laughs> yeah. debt right now. It's and the best thing is when, if you notice my last name now, I've changed it. I've actually adopted a new last name. It's that every time they make these amazing decisions, <laughs> it costs me more money. Yeah, Fubak. <laughs> is that Jeff Fubak? Fubak, and I forgot the little. Uh, Little dot at the end of the sea, but it is Jeff Fubach now. It's my new name. I'll make it an official. So when I go and apply for permits with municipalities, I can say it's an F U B O C. Can we just call you Fubach from Do it. instead of calling yeah. us? Fubach um, and no. FUPC. Have you guys been watching any sports? Like what sports? Any, any no, like- the Jays I mean- are just crushing me right now. So I'm, I'm, I've lost interest on them already. Me too. Did you see the record on them? They are, uh, I think, for five hundred and five hundred over their last thousand games. So they are boom as mediocre as you can get. Atkins needs to go. Sounds like the Maple Leafs. I love them. Love everything they're doing. I'm such a diehard. They could hire Mark Bergevin, and I think he's the best (laughs) GM in the world. I don't care. Dubas is dead to me. Trey Living. Boston Pizza, boom! Let's go, baby. Make some signings, though. Does Boston Pizza want to maybe be a sponsor of our podcast? Oh, they should, and the Maple, and the Maple Leafs. Beauty of they sports should. right now. How about uh, how about the Live Golf PGA Tour? Oh, that's that's good news to talk about. That's interesting. That that's Monahan interesting. guy just completely looking like the world's all, biggest dick in the world right now. All of those. Has he guys. resigned yet, Huge. or what? Has he resigned? Huge. Has he resigned? I heard that was the most heated player meeting ever for the PGA Tour when they did that. Oh, I, I'm not a big like golf fan. Well, because for an entire year leading up to it, he but you're a businessman. He he basically warned every single uh, uh, professional golfer that if they joined the live, they would be banned from all these tournaments. They except for the Masters. We won't take Saudi money. It's not good open, money. Yeah. It's blood money. Blah blah blah. Well, yeah, the he, check got too big. We got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. The only Everybody's the only their silver price. the only silver lining is um, the PGA Tour players will be um, uh, getting a getting a, a portion of the of that purse, and the live players won't be. But the thing that does suck is if you're a player, let's say it's the top two hundred that make it in. Um, yeah, and basically they were sent a note not to ask anything about the merger. Okay. Wow. 
So uh, our producer, Rook, so Cryer got uh, media credentials just for everyone that's listening. And uh, basically we're told every, every media outlet at the Canadian Open was told not to talk about the live merger or they'd get their media credentials revoked. That's kind of crazy. But well, we can talk blame- about it. They're not going to take our credentials. Oh, yeah, we can talk about it because here's the Are thing. They, like, how would you like it? <laughs> Give us a like, thumbs up, Rook. There's a whole there's a whole bunch of people that left, got a massive payday, and are now allowed to come back into the fold. And what they don't know is if you're like the 225th golfer in the world and you got in because these players left, like Dustin Johnson, you know, Brooks, uh, all, all these people, right? Yep. They they now come back and they get their world world ranking uh, placement. So that knocks you out of the contention. So you can't, now you got to. Well, and the big boys who again. said, no, no, I don't want that 200 million. That's not right. I'm not going to do that. So the other guys left. Right. They like, got to already, keep it. They come back. Already? And then those guys just lost a $200 million payday for nothing. Because PJ said, question. that's not right. We don't like Saudi money. But you know yeah. what? We're going to do it anyways. So screw you and your 200 million. It's just pure greed. That's all it looks oh, like yeah. right now. See what I love? Oh, like, welcome to the world. Welcome to the world we live in. Oh, it's just we don't care where we get the money. Just write that check, baby. It looks disgusting to me. Right. When when it's, Phil Mickelson went over, like Phil Mickelson's a favorite for a lot of people, right? And you see him go from PGA, and he's had an issue with the PGA Tour for multiple years, right? Like issues with lefty. changing rules and things like that. Um, so he was, he was pretty upset and all of a sudden it's like, it makes me think of like Spider-Man where he goes from being like this clean cut, well-shaven PGA tour player. He goes over to live golf. He's wearing like all black. He's got stubble on the, you know, the face and everything. He's like the NWO so, for wrestling. When Hogan went from yeah. all American yeah. badass, there you go. Right. American guy, he went to the NWO. Absolutely. He's a badass now. But he got yeah, paid. He's tough. You know? Yeah, he's tough. Well, that's yeah, it, right? Tough. Like, well, I heard one of the soccer was it Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo, whatever. Messi. I know. Messi. Somebody went over to the live to no. Miami. Messi went to MLS. Messi came to MLS. So yeah. Ronaldo went to uh, some Saudi Arabian thing too. I think yes. he got a big payday. He got a big payday. Messi was supposed to go there. Well, and they were yeah, talking yeah. about it. You watch these Saudis are going to try to buy like uh, what if they go to the NHL and say I'll give you four billion for an NHL team? What are the NHL owners going to say? Sold. Major Sold. League Baseball. NFL. Sold. Sold. Well, NFL, you probably have to go $10 billion to get a team now. Sold. But all those owners say, yeah, we'll stroke that check. We'll take, well, yeah. more we'll money, take that man. check. There's more money. They're building a fucking oh, – they're building a city there, man. They're, bring, they're building lakes. Well, here's the Emirates the, and shit here, like that, man. Like, they, they've got oil money certain – the, they are there, honestly but... that family, with the exception of individual, which would be Putin. Um, they say that <laughs> those families are trillionaires, like mm. they are absolute trillionaires. That they have more money that they don't even know what to do with because it's all it's all st- staying in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia or the kingdom of Qatar, or it doesn't really matter. That's play money um, to them. It's play money. Putin, they say, is the richest man in the world um, by a country mile. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the oh, he's dirty, yeah, dirty, dirty. He's money, got. Man. Yeah, he's got dirty money. Yeah. He yeah. should buy an NHL team. Yeah. He should buy a noose and just jump off a bridge. 
That's what he should do. Yeah, I, I just find it, honestly, I'm not the biggest golf fan to begin with. I don't mind golfing once in a while, but the greed just disgusts me right now. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I don't, I, I, listen, if, if a player wants to get paid, then they, they should be able to go and get paid. And if, if it's competition, it's competition. But don't, don't sit there as the commissioner of, P, of the PGA Tour and lambast them for taking dirty money and then literally a year later go back on all of your consequences and do a merger with take dirty money yeah and take dirty money money. like you're a complete hypocrite (laughs) so i don't know but greed greed speak talking about greed did you hear about this sub yes hey rookie put up can you put up that uh photo that's a topic of conversation right now is the missing Like, there imagine, okay, so five this people is the are CEO. in the sub. That's the CEO. He's down there right now as well. Do we, we know for sure it's the CEO? That's the CEO, yes. Um. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, Rook, if you've got a video, let's let's Yeah, let's, let's roll it. it. Brandon, you want to let us know what this video is? Let's take a look at Titan. There it is. He's running us through stuff. So we're coming into the sub. This is the only toilet available on a deep diving submersible. Best seat in the house. You can look out the viewport. We put a privacy screen in, turn up the music, and uh, it's uh, very popular. We have our uh, control screen here, our sonar screen here, and we can put any image we want in the back. We've taken a completely new approach to the sub design, and it's all run with this game controller and these touch screens. So if you want to go forward, you press forward. If you want to go back, you go back, turn left, turn right, go down, go up. And it's Bluetooth, so I can hand it to anybody. And it's meant for a 16-year-old to throw it around and super durable. We keep a couple of spares on board just in case. This is the second year we've been out to the Titanic. Uh, We went out in uh, five uh, eight-day missions. We did uh, about 10 dives to the wreck site of the Titanic, and we did an extra dive on an undiscovered reef that we found. Completely privately funded um, operation, and we're funded by what we call mission specialists who help support the mission. So they take quite a bit of money to come and join us. Years ago, they t- the uh, Russians took tourists out to the uh, to the Titanic, uh, and it was just sort of a look and see thing. We really are focusing on the science around it. We want to document what. Um, yeah, I don't want to be a paying a quarter of a million dollars to be just dropped two thousand feet. Uh, into the ocean, number one, two, and it's it's a two and a half hour dive that you're you're submerging for two and a half hours, two to two and a half hours to just to get to the Titanic. I can't imagine the pressure. Oh, yeah. oh. yellow sea average. What are we looking? This, where it this is. is how deep it is. Okay. Yeah, like. The, the the Titanic wreckage is sitting on the ocean floor about 12,500 feet below sea level. It's insane. Oh my God. Eiffel Tower. Oh, that's Lake Superior. Okay. Red Sea. I don't have the patience to watch this go all the way down. Can't you just show us where it's <laughs> Apparently. Oh. It's going to speed oh. up. Oh. That's insane. Oh, my God. 
Titanic, 3,700 meters. Yeah. Unbelievable. No. Honestly, I'm reading about it on Twitter right now. Apparently, one of the people on there is a 19-year-old kid. Oh, no. Yeah, it's the son of... How the hell did he afford 250 billionaire, A billionaire son. Billionaire son. Wow. Yeah, one of the richest Can you imagine? Uh, oh, my God. families. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. That would be sheer death. I'm a little bit, you know, like claustrophobic, claustrophobic. already. Claustrophobic. But being underwater, hopefully they, hopefully they figure it out. Hopefully they figure it out. Hopefully they figure it out. And it's, uh, I would, I wouldn't even run. Got, I would not of, run out of air. I would have a heart attack before. As of as of yesterday, they only had forty hours of air left. Yeah. So, so as of thirty three minutes ago, they have twenty thirty eight minutes ago. They have twenty hours from now, which is still almost a full day, right? Twenty hours, and, and they do have something that's getting sent down right now: a remote control vehicle en route to area above the Titanic wreckage. They find that they can haul it to the surface. They must be hung up on something, or maybe uh, some underwater sea fucking monster yeah. ate them Lock or something. Nessie, no, no, Nessie, Loch Nessie, like that is down in where we don't see those creatures on this earth at all down there. No oh, man, see, but that's why, no. I, like my comment before, ocean or space, I would take ocean. I take space. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wouldn't want to floating and fucking out. Pardon the language. No. Floating in outer space no. by yourself. like That would be no. so cool. E.T. drives You'd feel like one of the universe rather than one of... Uh, <laughs> I'd be like a Marvel superhero. Who knows? Maybe you get what's, hit by some cosmic what's ray. The one, uh, what's the one TV show on Apple TV Plus? Uh, for All Mankind. Never heard yeah, of it. Like, Good? Oh, just drifting in space. Yeah. Nope. No. 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 No, I, 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 coming I, back, eh? I did a draw. I did a dive when I was in uh, Mexico this past October. And um, first time I'd done a dive in like 15 years. And I'm talking, it was like 10 meters. What would that be? Like mm. 35 feet, something like that. Like yeah. that. Both 33 that? feet, yeah. 35. 30, 30, yeah. 30, yeah. So about 10 meters, 12 meters. And I was losing my mind. Like I, I don't do the pressure that well. So well, you go to the I can't even keep it in a pool and feel it, you know, like you feel it just going oh, down. That's it. 10 feet. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no. Um, One of my buddies was an underwater welder. That's money. dangerous stuff. It's good money. Big, big money. Yeah. If you love it yeah. and you're good at it, like it makes some very good coin. Yeah. What happens when they got to go electric for the welders, though? That's not going to do too good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Save the universe. Do you guys hear the Concords coming back? Like the plane? Our our, our version? Yeah. Supersonic flight? Oh, yeah. We, we, well, because a lot of people don't know that Canada used to have the fastest um, uh, plane in the world at at, at one point until, right? The arrow that it got, uh, no it clue. got canceled. It got gassed. The um... Concorde did. Huh? Concorde did in 2003. There was a crash. There was debris on the on a runway and uh, and um, ended up, ended up shooting up and hitting the the wing and that was it. Uh, uh, oh, I was thinking of the, no. the Avro. I was thinking of the Avro. The oh, you, can, you can actually hear right now they've got the audio of them knocking on the on the walls of the ocean gate. Really? Just trying to make noise, right? So they can be found. 
Oh my god, I'd be oh, sick. Collins is in the rabbit hole right now. Hundred percent. No, I haven't really read about it at all. Like it's just oh, I don't know. I don't know. No. Collins is on his way to Titanic himself there in that diet. Yeah. Oh, I'm just reading it right now. Super sonic. Crazy when we get fascinated. Although someone else in the world that says someone like 700 people just died on a boat capsizing, and yet we're obsessed with five people in a in a submarine. It's always it's money or flavor of the moment, right? Like that, that attract the news story. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, especially um, nowadays, it's a it's all Twitter though. Like, second that's buzz, just, right? Twitter's all eight eight second buzz. It's crazy. So let's let's uh, let's move on. Um, we've got another topic. Uh, like Trevor, you um, in in our like in our group chat, you you, sh- you shared the most recent statistics for the unemployment rate in Canada. You want to go off of that first, and then we can kind of expand on it. I don't remember sharing the actual rate but what we ended up losing what 17,000 net jobs last month your your um your article it? that you yeah your oh, article that okay. you posted yeah only um unemployment numbers are starting to rise uh just in the last month so may of 2023 oh yeah there uh, we go it, yeah that it, is the article 0.2% it went up by 0.2% so that just goes to show you Yep. It is starting to 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 perk, you know, to go to work. Well, it goes to show you that last interest rate was not necessary. Just a sledgehammer they're putting down on the market. To me, it's the timing. The timing is for real estate right now till about middle of August. It dies anyways. It's just everybody's not attention on that. It's barbecues and sports and cottages. Nobody really pays attention to real estate. So they rise it, you know, June 8th, July 12th. We come back, the market starts to pick up a bit, or or, or they'll drop it then to take credit for it. No, they and won't they'll, be dropped. You don't think they'll dropped. drop it at all? September? Not September? No, not. I doubt. I doubt by the end of the year now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I and think we're you know, a lot. Help, there was a handful of economists that were saying expect interest rates to drop Q4 to Q1. I don't think mm-hmm. we're going to see Q4 anymore. I was expecting Q4. Nope, not Q4. Um, what did the Fed say today? The Fed is on a pause right now. They paused for the month. Um, but the, so for again, for our listeners or viewers, uh, the Fed is the federal bank of the United States. So the federal or the federal reserve, sorry. Um, so they have taken a pause. Um, which sorry, is that wasn't a, today. Eh? It, it was last week. Oh, last week. Yep. Glad they. You cut uh, out there, Curry. You cut out there. Oh, did I? Yeah. Yeah, just for a quick second. Um, I'm glad they took a pause because um hopefully Canada follows suit. Um, and I'm I'm desperately hoping that the US economy drastically slows down to the point that the Fed has to cut. And if the Fed cuts, then hopefully Canada will cut too to keep competitive. So, that's the biggest thing that I'm looking at right now and just really following the numbers. Uh, as of this morning, I mean, the markets did open up. Uh, it was only 0.4% on the S&P 500 um, this morning. However, um, which, which is all good. Uh, I do think we're still at the beginning of a bull market. Everyone has to remember that I think it was around the high on the S&P was 
4,800 point. You figure we're up, we're close to a bull right now? I think we're on close the beginning. Back bull? I think we're on the beginning of a bull market. I think we're going to have some volatility for the next six to 12 months. And, um, you know, up and down, up and down. But now's a great time to invest because you have to remember the market exits a bear market um, three to four months before, th sorry, three to six months before the economy exits a recession. On a, like it, it's 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 a ballpark, right? So, are we in a recession yet, though? We have not had a, a, we a Canada two has, successive. We have not had two consecutive quarters of uh, GDP contraction. No, um, they can argue that they think the U.S. is in a technical recession, mm -hmm. um, but we have to wait. We won't know until August when they release the Q2 numbers. And remember um, our Q1 numbers were 3.1. So we were, yeah, up. we were up. So part of that, part of the, the June yeah. rate increase, right? So that that was a factor that they, they put into the June rate increase, but here's, here's a beauty for you. So bank of Canada's only tool in helping curb inflation is, by raising rates, shouldn't say it's their only tool. It's their key tool so that, they, they use. that they use, right? Yeah. To, yeah. But this, like, it, it's been echoed on social media a lot. You literally can't make this shit up. You've got the the Canadian government with extremely aggressive immigration targets. Canada hit a population of forty million people last week. That's Friday. Yep. Here's here's the, the the icing on the cake. New construction, new housing starts Way are behind. down by twenty three percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Where are people going? The if if we have no houses to put people in, why are we? And and don't get me wrong. Like I don't want anybody to to think that I'm hating on immigration. We need yeah. immigration. Immigration 100%. is extremely important to our economy, to our growth, to Canada's future. Uh, I, I read about and it. And we have a fabulous country we want to share. I, I, right? I heard like, 1.4 million, like I think the last year, and they're expecting 2.5 million over the two years of immigrations to Canada. Oh, yeah. It's and the like housing starts are like 265,000 houses. No, down to 211. Jesus. And I, yeah, I can see why. Honestly, me and my partner are like, oh, my God. With the one municipality we're fighting with, right? We're, we're done building that municipality. It just, they, they are not working with us at all. And they should be asking us, what more can we do to help you? And since we're on that rabbit hole right now, Brandon knows how I like the bitch. Right now, the biggest fight we have is on parkland dedication fee. And those who don't know that, it's cash in lieu for cities when you're building that the builder has to give 5% on the value of the land. All right. The problem is we're fighting right now. They want appraised value. So our people bought from the developer at a reasonable rate that was kind of parallel to all the other lots in the area. This city said, no, we need a bank appraisal or a certified appraisal. They bought at 140, showed all the comps in the area that closed at about 140 to 110, found comparables on the market at 250 and appraised the land at 250. Another five grand went to this city plus the cost of the appraisals. Let me tell you what the appraisal cost came in at. We got three quotes for appraisals for parkland dedication fee. 
where the appraiser does not need to leave their chair. We had quotes of 1850 in five weeks, 1250 in four weeks, and 350 in one week. Which now, that cost, whatever one they chose, maybe they didn't drive around, gets passed on to the buyer, and the five grand extra for the appraisal that in my mind was showing what market value was, but you can buy lots off the market which aren't inflated slightly by real estate fees, right? Trying to get top dollar. And that, that added. So really $5,350 added on to the buyer. So when, the, what, I, what I'm so confused me right off. by that is if I have a contractual purchase and sale agreement to buy a piece of land, how is that? The well, what if you have an arm's length transaction? Contract- what if your parents sell you a lot of land for a buck? City's not going to charge you five percent of a buck. Well, for, no, right? but it's it's the same type of thing where you've got um, when you're buy if you buy a vehicle from a dealership, the ve- that is enough to satisfy the MTO for the tax obligation. If you buy a vehicle privately, it is the greater of the contractual amount, the receipt, or the blue book value. Well, then the greater could be appraisal or 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 the actual deed. But but the point the I'm but the point I'm making is this is an this is an arm's length transaction. It's not a family member selling it to an individual for a dollar. It's a corporation selling it to a consumer. Mm-hmm. Why is that not satisfactory enough to satisfy the 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 well, fee and, requirement? And especially in this case, because they are not building any more parks in this municipality, so it's straight cash in lieu, which they're saying they're using for landscaping materials and stuff like that. And then they take the credit for all the stuff they're doing for the city when it's really the builders or the homeowners building it for themselves who are taxpaying residents that should be applauded more than anything, but it's a five grand cash grab that they're trying to make housing more affordable. Yet they keep adding stuff like this on municipal consent went from 150 last year, just to cut curbs to 330 in one year without any public No, just we're changing it. And then on top of that went to a thousand dollar deposit, even better than this. If, picture this, you're a developer, right? You develop 200 lots in this particular municipality, you want to know, call me, I'll tell you everything about it. Not do it online for lawyer purposes. Say, you construct and develop and grow that city by building 200 lots, right? If you connect it to water when you service it, there's a new tax that they just put out that about $1,100 a year, when connected to water, you have to pay. So if you have 200 lots now serviced with water connections, that's another two hundred thousand a year you got to give to the city. That just popped up who this year out of nowhere. Give, who has anyone to who owns the city. land? If you own the land, so if I go to that municipality and I buy a piece of land and I connect me myself to water, I'm. So, but if you divide a develop lot, you're the developer. Now you just passed on two hundred grand to that developer a year for lots. What developer is going to want to build there now? But what I can't get my head around is. So that means if my tax bill, let's say, is 300 bucks because it's a vacant land, yeah. and now I get connected to water services, my tax bill instantly becomes $1,300 a year? 
No, it's a separate tax that if you're connected to water, I, I can read it actually. It's great. Is it a one-time tax, Jeff? It doesn't sound like it's, it's yearly. Annual. Yearly. Like how does that So like a sense? like a water water supply, like a water supply fee kind of deal? Well, remember over and above the it, remember it the water just say bullshit cash grab fee on top. Like I don't know why they beat around the bush and you know put some nice ribbons on it. They should just say, how can we gouge anyone building? Because they're getting crushed already. I'll see if I can find it. Keep talking, I'll find it. Yeah, I mean, Here we go. Uh, to whom it may concern, Natus of Vacant Land Charge Addition. The city has completed an audit of all vacant properties that directly abut a water and or wastewater line. As per bylaw, blah, 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 in 21, vacant land properties adjacent to these lines are subject to an annual fee of $1,002 and 38 cents annual fee it is identified that the above note of property should have been charged the vacant land wastewater charge annually. This fee has been added to the tax account effect of 2023. However, the tax account has not been billed retroactively for the previous year because we're so good to you. Please contact the tax department if you have any questions. So, yeah. So, so now are you paying it? Are you paying it once though on the whole thing? Annually. Like, I mean, you pay annually. every annually though, but on the whole block. Not no, because block. that's one parcel of land. So if you've got a seven block, but if you've made all individual lots and you have 200,000 or 200 service lots, which is coming up, that's 200 grand a year. Yes. But then the homeowner's got to pay it, right? Whoever well, the owns the land. So until they sell it, but as soon as it's serviced, you don't sell them until they're serviced. Somebody's paying it. It's but cash the, the developer is going to turn around and pass that cost on to the eventual purchaser. But he can't do that until it's changed hands, right? Correct. Yeah, I get that. But but I even from the perspective of if if the developer is putting out 200 grand a year for these 200 lots, well, that means every one of those lots is going to go up by an equal percentage to cover that extra like because this developer has Sure, been, sure. He's not going to eat the cost. Exactly. So no, he probably is going to eat the, the cost cuz the market's going to dictate if he eats the cost well, or not, right? Yeah. Yeah, he may eat the cost. No, like as much as we say on our townhouses right now that we're selling, uh, we're just going to pass it on to the buyer. But if the buyer's not paying that price and it's not sold, yeah. guess what? We got a drop. Yeah, yeah, you're eating it. But you're eat you're, hopefully you're, you're not carrying them for ton tons of time. Right? But you're, you're, hopefully you're not. But what's going to happen, though, is, okay, you're sitting on a bunch of built properties right now and your mm -hmm. money is tied up in those properties. Mm -hmm. You're, okay, at a certain point, do you lower the price down a little bit? Do you not? Do you keep it high? The point being, you're not building anything more well, while that, you hold on to that inventory. That's the problem that's sitting on the market right now with Canada, like you started, is those builders are going to sit on what they got and not continue yeah, to build sad. anything until it sells. Yeah. And they're not selling because the interest rate keeps going up. So everybody with money's pausing to see what happens. And they just sit there stagnant. So all the builders are on pause and they're holding their line on the prices because if they, they sell less... They're eroding the profits to a place where they can't run a business anymore. Well, and not not only that, you have builders that have pre-solds from three years ago because they needed to get, you know, they built they built a complex that has, I don't know, 60 units in it. Yeah. They had to sell 40% of those to get construction financing in place. So they had the pre-sales already in place. They can't go two years later, three years later now and start selling those properties at a the, the ones that aren't sold yet at a discount because well, you can because you got legal obligations but no, those but buyers that buy it are going to lose their 
freaking minds, and right? That's exactly what is happening in areas like Milton, right? I'm pretty but, sure it's anatomy home. Unfortunately, for those people who did that, it's speculation. So when they buy pre-construction, their speculation, it goes up quite a bit. And they can sell it before that, assign it, whatever you want to do. But if you want There's to live by that law, you got to live by the fact that guess what? When you're speculating and it goes down, you're eating it and you're not walking back mm-hmm. on that, right? Well, and they can the fight and whine and cry and bitch and moan and all they want. You think the builder wants to go for less than that? Hell no. You know? But it's a matter of either staying in business or going out of business at that point. Cash flow is a yep. bitch as a builder and interest rates go up and you're on variable. Whoo! And most construction financing is variable. Period. Not, oh, most, for sure. but not all. Pretty much. Well, Pretty yeah. much. No, when you're getting unless you structure. Well, if you get into yeah. fixed, sure. It's but but the, the why would you fix on a build though, unless it's a long term? Well, and see, here's the right? big thing too. Builders are looking like we one talked earlier, fixed. you're probably seeing interest rate drops finally, maybe quarter one next year, right? So a lot of those projects you can hold on and, and hold off to sell, and they might have a lot in their back pocket that they're they're building and specking, but as the interest rates go up, it's the cash flow gets difficult. But stuff that's completed has got to go, right? Like, it's 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 just got to go for it. Yeah, I can't sit on so Every the time it does this, you're like, oh, my God. Like, you are just crushing this this need for home that's out there. Every builder and developer right now just basically paused. Yeah, of course. Yeah, all smart money is is pausing right now. So what should because they do? Should they raise this, this HST rebate that's a measly 24K back for a builder? Raise it. Make it 40. You know I'm giving you ninety thousand in HT HST and you rebate back twenty four thousand. Yeah. After fighting Split for years it. to get it, you want to get it. it? Give them give them some kind of feedback there so they get a little bit of a because um, it's money they're making regardless, right? It's almost like a yeah. capital gain for the the country because they're only making plus money they're on making they're paying. A, plus they're getting a, the tax on the land transfer, right? Every time the properties you transfer a property, they get they make a land transfer tax. Plus, they get parkland dedication, which is five percent. The funny thing is, five percent parkland dedication fee. Just eat it. You can't say nothing about it. You just gotta enjoy. What's commission on a house typically? Five percent. End well, of the 5%. world. End of the world. Yeah. Let's just throw that on yeah. parkland dedication fee, cash and loot. Now can't can't do nothing. Won't even give you a permit. If you walked outside in a windy day with your wallet or your purse open and all your money flow, flying around. Yeah. You'd have to try and find other ways to, to, to get money too, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what the government did, man. During the pandemic. Oh, oh, it's windy out here. Well, the problem is, and then they're trying to collect money now was, back from the whole economy was propped up on real estate for the first two years of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's how we survived mm-hmm. basically with, with real estate and all that. Oh. And now the real estate crushed, crushed put regardless of COVID. Real estate is a driving force in our economy. Mm-hmm. It's a massive driving 100%. force. Yeah. I but mean, take prime, these, driving force. You take out these Anyone? record profit, grocery profits, and you take out the carbon tax and all that, how bad is inflation? Yeah, but they already... So when, when we're talking the, the consumer price index, we already strip out the... the I always strip yeah, out. Yeah, right? like we go core inflation, right? So... Uh, energy cost is out, food cost is out. We don't keep that in the in the actual calculations. But the key is housing cost is part of core inflation. And the reason we saw inflation last month go from 4.3 to 4.4, primary Interest. driving factor is mortgage payments. 
Mortgage payments, rental cost, everything is up because interest rates are up. So how is that formulate part of the decision to raise rates? It just doesn't make any sense. As we sit right now, still not in a recession from what I understand, right, Curry? Canada's still holding strong. Uh, Talking to people you know, though, as far as their spending habits go and all that, a lot of people are changing the way they're spending money right now. My mind, mind, we're in recession. Forget the numbers and all that. My mind, we're in recession. Well, if everybody pulls the rope in the same direction, we might be able to avoid it, mm-hmm. right? So, but we also have to have the government uh, pulling that rope too, right? And like uh, this is what really irks me is to your point. Basically, the government will will refer to it as misspent, right? They they went hog wild. Um, they kept interest rates low. We're like, hey, we're gonna spend like crazy too. Then the onus is put on us that we better pull the reins in because the government's not going to do it. Right. Right. So now yep. we're obligated. We start cutting back. And if you guys remember last year, when they started to raise rates, the quantitative tightening didn't start until they started to raise rates on consumers, but pulled out the quantitative easing. They didn't start doing the tightening until I think they made the first increase in March and the tightening didn't start until May for the government. Why we didn't get any notice as consumers, but the government got two months notice that -hmm. this is going to start to happen. Right. Basically it was just at that point. They're going to, what was it? They were, they were going to stop buying bonds. Yeah. Yeah. That was what it was. So, so how do we get out of this boys? How does this crap all end finally? Honestly, I you, you, it's gonna take job loss. I hear Panama is uh, a great place to live. Really, if Philippines, Philippines, geez. I'm pretty sure you can rent a place for 150 bucks a month. Belize, right? Thailand's cheap. Belize, yeah. yeah. I mean, Belize is a beautiful yeah, I mean, country. Like for me, honestly, it's I I I am hoping and praying for some sort of recession so that we can stop this interest rate increase and start decreasing um we need to give people a break and you're just crushing we, people right now you're just absolutely slaughtering people right now it's it's not for well and if you look from a build standpoint, I, I think or developer standpoint we'll a, like that's a lot of economy that it generates right as far as jobs and that they stop there's gonna be a lot of people that are hurting well when you've got it's called the working poor Right. So basically these people have are making, let's say, 20 to 25 bucks an hour, which, you know, let's say five years ago was a great paying job, 50 grand a year, 60 grand a year, let's say, with overtime. And uh, I don't know how they're surviving. I've got no idea how they're surviving. So especially you got someone who's working hard, finally got that house during the first five years. You know, values are up a little bit and now your interest rate makes your payments go up 1500 a month. Yep. You can't do nothing. You stay at home, you work, you know, like you work, go home, work, go home, work, go home. Can't do nothing with the family or nothing. Eat out maybe once a week, once every two you weeks. You can't even eat out anymore. Eat, eat, out, eat out at Harvey's for four people, that's, family that's why 65 bucks. Go to the movies pizza. now. Well, pizza's, pizza's going to be the number one sales around because that feeds a family for 25 bucks. 
that's why you know the i'm sure you guys have seen like memes or you know shorts about the joke on you know it's no longer 69 because of inflation the cost of eating out is now 96 seen that joke (laughs) no No, you haven't seen that we don't talk about jokes like this in this podcast Uh, oh only you do no only you do no no (laughs) yeah well osfi osfi i think increased the what is it the stability buffer or they're going to increase it by November. Yeah. Yeah. So my my strong belief based on what I'm smelling is by Q4, they're going to b- report a recession from Q2, Q3, technical recession. And they're going to then adjust the interest rates accordingly. Well, what are they going to be back to? They're going to be back to what they just went up from? That's no. it? No. Uh, they'll drop a quarter point. They'll drop oh, a quarter no. point. I think... Well, they'll go up another quarter and then they'll go down a quarter and then they'll go down a quarter. Yeah. So it'll be exactly where mm. we were before. I think we're going to yeah. end up, once all the dust is settled, I think we're going to be back to that, you know, in the three to 4% range, somewhere in there. I think not the worst see the thing going for us right now is we're so far from an election that we're in no man's land right now. So he just wants to do whatever the hell they want to do. Okay, so sure, we are far from an election, but keep in mind that Canada's largest trade partner is really close close to, they're in primary, well, come August, primary primary season starts in August, right? Right. So U.S. presidential ticket next next November. And the biggest thing is going to be interest rates probably for both Canada and the United States at that point. Yeah, all the primaries. There's going to be that. There's going to be electronic vehicles, right? EV. Speaking of electric, my new hybrid, it's the weirdest thing when it just, you're driving down the road, cruising, all of a sudden the uh, the gas turns off and it's just, you watch the, the tack drops to zero, the oil pressure drops to zero, the gas uh, meters drop into zero, like the, um, how much gas it's using. And then you just watch the electric motor ramp up and just cruise yeah. down the road. Have very, you noticed a difference fast. in your wallet for gas? Yes. Yeah. Obviously I'm still in the middle of the break-in period. Like I've only got a thousand kilometers on the truck, but right. First tank of gas, five liters per hundred kilometers savings. Hmm. Nice. nice. So you've got a hybrid, right? Yeah. Nice. I still got to see it. <clears throat> um, and what's Trudeau doing with these uh, battery plants, sir? Saving the world. About, He's saving the world, about, Bond. You're, you're talking about the Volkswagen one or are you well, talking about there's one a well coming a battery plant or battery components no, that's the, yeah battery components but there 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 was supposed to be two of them i thought one in st thomas and one was it near tecumseh or windsor like area yep yeah yep. was that trudeau or is that ford it was both both, was both. Yeah, but trudeau from what i understand i heard they trudeau vacation together now they love each other Botch the Windsor one. Say whatever you want sometimes, eh? (laughs) They're like Tommy Boy with uh yeah, well rubs his belly. So rubs Ford's belly. So basically you've got um you've got the federal government that I guess (coughs) promised the world to the Volkswagen, which which and the the parliamentary budget office um just came out and said that if 
if everything goes according to forecast, it's going to be way more money than what they initially told everyone it would cost. Like seventeen billion. Yeah, it's going to be. They initially, like it was that, be thirteen. Really? They said, "Oh, thirteen billion. It's 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 going to be well north of that." And then the other company down in St. Thomas, I forget what number that what, what company that's called. I forget right now. Um, they basically halted construction. And basically said, wait a second, you guys haven't followed through on your end of the bargain, federal government. And so that's... Oh, I thought it was the other way around. I thought the one in Tecumseh was the one, that, or the one in Windsor that was halted, and the one in St. Thomas was still... The Volkswagens, uh, the, wherever Volkswagen is, that's that's go. It's the other one that was already okay. in construction. And I forget the name yeah. of the company right now. Yeah. Crazy, though. So that now... Now is that that that's it? That's it? Done? That one's not going ahead anymore? Like uh there's just they're negotiating right now. I know the province came back and said that we'll we'll do what we did with Volkswagen. Um, but you know, it it the, the, the problem that we're running into is that still currently we do not have the infrastructure in North America to sustain the amount of electric cars that they want on the road by 2030, 2035. It's just not even close. Forget about the fact that we have we still haven't developed the ring of fire up north. And we still and because of that, we still don't have enough raw materials in the world to supply these battery plants. Even Tesla, which owns pretty much their their supply chain, um, is don't we have like six billion dollars worth of graphite in Welland right now? I don't know. Do they we? just open up the mining company, which is like one of the crucial components for these things. That's what's going on along Canal Banks there. They figure they got six well, to seven billion dollars worth of graphite. Where where, where, where is it, Jeff? Where is it Jeff? Uh, Ontario Road in Welland and along the Canal Banks there. It's all yeah. it's all getting dug up. Right? It's a big mining process they're doing there. But they, they figure so they I, have I, six I, to seven billion dollars worth of graphite, which is what they need for the batteries. Huh. In Welland. I I I, I did hear that Welland was getting some spin-off uh, industry from it, but it, it, the battery stuff. But I well, I, if they're I, making I that know. much money, Welland, the Welland should have all their roads paved gold or something with you know that kind of cash. Jeez, but they're saying it's it's a huge find that was like all the the leftover spillage from the the previous Atlas Steels, whatever they kept yep. <laughs> dropping in the ground for like a hundred years. <laughs> Sold it cheap. It's worth six to seven billion dollars. Some company took it. No way. Yeah. They're, they're, they're yeah. in the process of getting ready to start milling it and everything, or like to start mining it and everything. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. It's good for Welland. Well, we'll yeah, see. It's awesome. I, does Welland um, benefit from it or does the company who owns land benefit from it, right? I'm sure they're going to put extra permits and shit on there. But the I'm sure there's a tax base. Do oh, you yeah, know that, right? <laughs> Welland's going to get some money somewhere. The, right? the company will get the brunt of it, but Welland will get some of it too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're gonna get employees. You're gonna yeah. get the industry, right? Like, can't think individualistically, right? Like, it's a. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Honestly, so, Welland's one of the best run build departments out there, so I'm happy with them. Yeah. Uh, Bondo, you had uh, you also had a couple topics that you wanted to to chat about or to chat about. Um, no, I think I've kind of threw them in there throughout the yeah. Okay. Uh, Throughout the course of our discussions, Wimbledon's coming up, right? I love tennis. Do you really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I love tennis. 
I, I just nobody to play with down here that I know of. Well, we don't play tennis where it's pickleball, buddy. Pickleball. Yeah, I've never played pickleball. I, you know, but want to go one day? I want to try that. I heard it's yeah. Pickleball. I'll go. They have a pickleball thing right down at the new parks over uh, by Welland. I, yeah. I'm dying to try. Have you ever done it? Lindy yeah, I'll give it a go. That's supposed to be the biggest what? trend. Pickleball. Pickleball. No. Nope. What's the floor? I, I mean, I've played it, but I haven't played it in years and years and years and years. Never played. Um, I've seen hey, it being played in Florida, but Trev, I've got a question that, um, and Trev that looks was like a pickleball where, player. where are we <laughs> at Fantastic loosening up the mortgage uh, stress test? Have you no. heard anything? No crickets, eh? No, and I don't think uh, I don't. You think, think that's there to stay or what? Yep, forever uh, or until election election year. It's a buffer, right? No, it, it it'll it'll go beyond an election year. Why? They don't. Osfi doesn't feel they broke. Osfi has done their job, right? Essentially, like this was their idea to implement it. And uh, it worked. Yes. Now the market's dead. But in their mind, it isn't because it's still moving and shaking and. Things are still well, progressing. Interesting thing. There is a lot on Foss Road. Four ninety nine, basically a teardown house. And it had yeah. a garage that needed like a new concrete floor on it, but it was a teardown house that maybe you could turn to something, but it was 10 acres. How close was it to the golf course on Foss? I don't think there's a golf course on Foss. The well, problem- look out. Lookout look out kind of runs to Foss, does it not? 20 offers. Wow. And what was the list price? Four ninety nine. It was a hundred grand below what list should have been on it. So at least, do we know what it sold? Don't know what the price is yet because it's firm. This is the problem I have with it, though, because one of my clients wanted. I know a couple people wanted it. You've got a septic system in there. You got twenty offers. Do you think the winner can get a inspection on that whatsoever? No, 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 no chance. No. So you're buying that. Whatever. It's fifty grand. So in the grand scheme of things, five hundred grand. 600 grand plus is where it went without a doubt. No inspection. I'd love to catch that owner though, or agent knowing there's a problem with it and try to bury that with a, a low price point. Blatant default. Well, I would nail him to the wall. Here's the thing. A lot of people don't understand. And, and, and Trevor, Trevor reminded me the other day. Um, and then it was, uh, it just further came up in conversation when uh, Josh and I were up at his cottage talking to your neighbor. Remember that? Yeah, and he's trying to sell this this population. So I I was just innocently talking to Trevor the other day, and and he just reminded me. And a lot of people forget about this. Any any price point at one million or higher requires a twenty percent down payment minimum. So minimum. There's a lot of so, lenders that have tiered loan. Yeah, so everything over a million, you got to put twenty percent down, right? Not below the million. So if you're one point two, you do five percent of the million and then twenty percent of the two hundred. No, 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 no. Twenty no, percent no. of the total. Nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. You can get away 5%. with you. Well, no, not five percent because it's over five hundred thousand. So the the on a nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollar home, the minimum down payment requirement is seventy four thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Okay. Soon as the price point goes to one million dollars, two hundred thousand, two hundred thousand minimum down. Instantly. And then they sometimes stagger it. So if you get to one point five, 
then you've got to pay but, more. But honestly, yeah, in this market, you know. how many people are buying million dollar houses and not putting down well, this two hundred thousand? No, no, but yeah, but here's the you thing: choose your second or third house, though. But you have no choice. I know. What if you're going through a separation? Right, you're selling your property. You don't have twenty percent anymore, but you have the income to support it. Right. Right. Like even so. Uh, you guys all know Jacqueline. So Jacqueline and, and her husband bought a property uh, last year and they were going to do some renovations. Well, the property was in the nines, the renovations. And Jacqueline had asked me the question, Hey, you know, we're going to, we're going to pay for some of these renos out of pocket. What should we do? And I said, don't get a, get a second quote. Right. So if one quote is to keep yeah, it under the million and then get the second quote for the work that you're going to pay out of pocket, because as soon as you show the lender that you're doing all of this work, even if you're paying for part of it, it's now an uninsurable mortgage. It's north of a million and your down payment jumps instead of 75 grand becomes 200. And so when we were saying this to, to, to Josh's neighbor, he's selling his principal residence and it's like how many acres josh it's like listed for 3.6 million or something like that no he said like six million or six something million something like anyway eight thousand square feet or something like he's got this so he's these buyers are, these buyers are coming in on like helicopters and stuff like because they're they're ultra wealthy and he, he's he's wherever he is you know these that's that's the going rate and we just said the, the He's irony. not talking about the property that nope. he owns, owns nope. next door to me. Nope. Like, no, and the the irony, <laughs> yeah, the not record. not the cottage. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is principal residence where where he is from, and we just said because of the twenty percent down payment, the the people, the pool of people that are buying the six million dollar property are the same pool of people that are buying the million dollar plus property because they're the only people that have two hundred thousand dollars or more to drop on a down payment and can afford the and, and can afford the mortgage payments. Okay, so but let's let's just be clear here on that million dollar property or excuse me, 6 million dollar property. Um let's see. Times. That's insane amount of money. The 300 your minimum down payment on a 6 million so like lenders a lot of them you can be around like one and a half million dollars that they'll do 80 percent loan to value on some are like 1.2 yeah. 1.25 so i'm just i'm giving i'm juicing it a little bit i'm making it 1.5 sure. million so three hundred thousand dollars down on the 1.5 and then the additional amount over 1.5 so four and a half million in this case will be at 50 percent loan to value so that wow. means somebody to buy this six million dollar property they're only getting, uh, they need uh, 2.85 million mm -hmm. <laughs> down divided by 6 million, uh, puts it at a 47.5% loan to value. And that's why he was suggesting that they, people are looking for a VTB. Yeah, right? correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no other way to do it. Well, right? Christ. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have. But that and pennies uh, put away. Well, uh, so like, here's the thing, you know right? I mean? When like, when the government implemented this uninsurable, this million dollar threshold, the average home price was correct. like in Canada, Canada wide was, I don't know, 500 grand, something like that. Yeah. 
felt that. How long ago was it, Trev? When they implemented that million dollar threshold, I this one that change would have been January 2018, I believe. 28, yeah, yeah, I believe it was Jan. I believe that one was January 2018. Or no, 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 no. Sorry, that one was the uh, um, stress test for all. That change would have been November thirtieth, twenty sixteen. Yeah, that one's back to twenty sixteen. So, and then yeah, what you're saying was the average home price then was around five hundred thousand. What is it now? I eight seven. I think seven fifty. So, and this is the point, like in Niagara, I mean, you know, you're, you're looking at which used to be a, a, like a cheaper market or a suppressed market. Um, you know, you, you're now having like to get a home under 500,000, you're not doing it. Well, you're, you're seven fifty eight hundred thousand dollars uh, average. Like you think about it too. So, so here's, here's some interesting numbers. Like, you know, I got started January 20, uh, 2008 in the business at that time, realistically, you were probably like here, especially here in Niagara, three, maybe, maybe four times your salary maximum for a purchase price on a house. Look right. at it now. Yeah. What is it? Seven, eight times, sometimes nine yeah. times your salary. And yeah. if, if people don't realize like with, with the stress test and the raising of interest rates, like it has crushed our overall affordability. Like, yes. and, and that's everybody across the board, whether you're a repeat buyer or a, a first time buyer, we have all been knocked down. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's n- everybody that's in the game or those trying to get in the game or those trying to get in the game. Yeah. Right. Some of those trying to get out of the game. Like it's uh... yeah. Uh, it's an F-U-B-O-C yeah. kind of day, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how Fubak. this ends. I don't know how I don't know how this ends, to be honest. I'm did sorry. I did I raise up the OSFI uh, bump in the stability rate? Yes. Buffer? Yeah, you yeah, did you mention did. that. Okay. So okay. basically, all that to anybody listening, watching, all that means is that the that OSFI OSFI is basically mandating that financial institutions have a buffer. Uh, an increased buffer of capital on hand to offset losses. That's essentially what it is, right? So if they needed for every hundred thousand, they lend out, if they needed 300,000 on reserve, now it's going to be 350,000 on reserve. Very layman's terms, high level kind of how, how it's structured. And it just, just setting them, trying to set them up for well, more cash in the coffers for a rainy day, which may be coming soon. Okay. But, but here's the thing you got to think about it from this perspective. If, if you think that rates are going to come down and you're, you're requiring financial institutions to have a larger buffer, their cost of funds is going to go up. Yeah. So it's not actually help. We have too many people on too many levels from municipalities to provincial to federal to federal organizations that give the impression they're doing something. It's a good idea on paper, right? Like I often, I often have conversations with lenders that 
where did this condition come from? Well, our legal department thought it was a good idea. Great. Black and white law. It's a good idea, but where's the gray? Right? Because we... Doesn't make sense here. Correct. Yeah. Right? Like, it, there's no... Pre you add a condition that, from a legal standpoint, protects people the way it's supposed to, but it's not a practical uh, application. Nothing the government does is practical these days, buddy. No, I, I at, never at, did, at, really. at every level. No, I mean, I hate feeling like naysayers, right? I mean, uh, I'd rather be uppity. Um, but, I mean, it's just a little bit of a lull right now, right? And uh, a little bit of the unknown, right? Everybody's uncertain still, right? And coming out of a pandemic when we were all uncertain now, you know, in terms of whether, ah, you know, is the world well, the biggest pain for the seizing up here. is now the financial strain, right? Well, now it's the financial, right? Now it's a financial squeeze coming out of that pandemic. So I just want a little bit of, you know, everybody needs a little bit of normalcy. Hopefully that's coming within the next couple of quarters. Wishful no. thinking, man. Yeah, I know. I try to be optimistic. Uh, 100%. In the face of I, shit. I, yeah, I feel the same way, right? Like... It's, I, I try to be, there's so much negativity out there that I try and, and look at the positive side of things. Like, and I try and bring the positivity into the mix. But when you're, when you're getting beat down every yeah. day and like having to be the bearer of bad news, like the amount of private mortgage conversations I have to have now, like, and it's like, Mr. and Mrs. Client, there's fees. Yeah. Right? There's this, there's that. There's oh, it's ugly. Like it's it's a, it's an ugly gig to get into unless you absolutely have to, right? And it's so expensive. Yeah. And That's like, what I mean, ugly. Ugly and I in terms feel of the expenses, right? bad putting somebody into that situation. Like, What's the alternative, though? There is no alternative. Sell the house. That's the only... But, selling the house isn't a viable alternative right that's that's the reason you have to buy something shittier right but what are you gonna find i know i know well and the lower you go down in price the more competitive it gets everything under five yeah. is like ultra competitive well it's like a hot potato right it is it's unsettling just how that's a good word bad for it. Well, it's all government intervention that's creating this unsettlingness, you know? Like, I can't think of how they can't find out a better way to do something here. You know what the alternative is? Move to another country? Anarchy. No, they got to tax the uber wealthy. Mm. And then the uber wealthy go to another country and then they lose all those taxes. Right? So problem. it's a fine dance all the time, right? Uber wealthy will pick which country they want to get taxed in, right? That's the problem. 100%. And as soon as you do that, they're gone, and then they're farther behind. See you later. Yeah, I don't know. But, so I'm not sure what the answer is either, right? Like, I mean, these are different possible solutions that they could implement. You know what I mean? They did try to put some form of a luxury tax, which I think was completely bogus. If you're buying um, a boat for more than 250000 yes, you have a luxury tax. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's not going to get us out of any shitty situation. No. You know what I mean? There's not the... No. 
Anyways. Um, did we lose Curry for the show? Uh, who knows? Stepped away, had a bathroom break. Yeah. It's okay. He doesn't contribute anything to the podcast anyways, right? So. <laughs> uh, I wonder if he's going to hear. Well, maybe maybe we'll point out that he should watch the rest of the podcast in, uh, yeah. In his Ooh, I like that. That looks good. We just got prettier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we just lost Curry. We we'll get the ratings. Watch sponsors are coming in right now. Ratings going through the roof. Yeah, they're all coming. Curry in. comes on in and boom. Yeah, gone. Thanks. Down. Viewership as well, eh? Yeah, viewership as well. Yeah, they don't like his. Oh, oh, there he no, is. No, ratings just take. Oh, look, there it's down, 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 down. What happened? <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Rookie nothing. said our ratings were spiking when you were gone for a couple minutes. There. Yeah, we had some sponsorship, yeah. sponsor inquiries, and all this stuff. And, then and that's where that's where you come on. So it it happens. Right I was saying they didn't like your ugly mug. So I yeah. know. <laughs> All right. I'm tapped out, boys, for lots, this one. I got lots of water. More. Like lots of water. Well, I think that we'll call it a day then. Hey, Bondo, take us away. Yeah, thanks, Sink, Lich, Brand Boulevard, your beauties. Help us help you stay informed. Bye, Bye everybody. Go Leafs. Did, Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.